Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include, but are not limited to, professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Viewer discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ, therefore, forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin, and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. Welcome to Bible Bash, where we aim to equip the saints for the works of ministry by answering the questions you're not allowed to ask. We're your hosts, Harrison Kerrigan, and Pastor Tim Mullet, and today we'll seek to answer the age-old question, are college football fans polytheistic idolaters? <laughs> now, this is one that hits hits pretty close to home for me, Tim. We um, did this episode for you. Yeah, this is, actually, <laughs> this is actually in honor of me. Actually, what you're seeing right now is going to be a live rebuke from Tim to me. <laughs> um well uh, so I, I don't normally actually i've never talked about this um as long as as long as we've been doing the show um but i am actually a college football fan myself um you know i i we live in the state of alabama so there's only you know there's no pro teams to root for really really all we've got is a is a college football and so so i i pull for you know, the University of Alabama, uh, the Crimson Tide, which uh, they've been doing all right. They've been doing all right the last few years. Unfortunately, um, uh, they've been doing all right, which has been that's been fun. Uh, it wasn't fun for a long time. I was to be fair. I was at least a fan when they were really bad, and they were really bad um, for for a while there. You wouldn't have uh, known. I mean, you wouldn't have known that they were so bad by listening to the fans. So for all those years, I mean, it was like, <laughs> like despite the fact that they had a horrible year, it was always that they were robbed and, you know, this year was going to be the, <laughs> this year is going to be the year, you know, and just, uh, you know, pervasive society wide, uh, delusion that they well, were that's, operating. In. That's normally the response from any of these, any of the, what, yeah. what you would call blue blood teams, uh, right. the, the ones that are, typically you know pretty good consistently whenever they have bad stretches it's always you know this next year this one's our year right that's and, right <laughs> uh and so that doesn't that doesn't surprise me one bit <laughs> but um uh yeah so so i you am were, a, you, you guys are bad losers and you're worse winners yeah you know? so, pretty much pretty <laughs> so. much yeah yeah it is i mean i mean look tim alabama lost to auburn one time and a fan went out and poisoned Auburn's, you know, 
like I, I don't even remember what the name the of trees, that. The, the trees, the trees, the tree, the tree, yeah. the one that the one that everyone rolls after after Auburn wins a game, and you know has been there for. I mean, I mean, it's like a tradition. It's, it's been that that tree's been there so long, and uh, and an Alabama fan went out there and poisoned the tree because they lost, right? And so, so uh, we you know we live in the South, and and college football is a big big deal in the South, um, and. You know, I think there's probably a time in my life definitely where where football um it really it, I went on a weird journey because I didn't care at all about football while I was in middle school, while I was in high school, uh probably because our teams were so bad. I mean, when I was between my freshman year to my senior year in high school, I think across all 4 years we won a total of 4 games. And and there was definitely a year where we won two games in that single year. So that also means that we had years where we didn't win any games at all. So I didn't really care about college football. But then uh, I went to the University of Alabama, and I was in I was in the marching band there, and that was sort of you pretty much just have to learn to like college football because you're just in it all the time, uh, and and you're practice you know you're practicing every day. Uh, with the band you're having to learn all this music you're having to learn all these chants and these cheers and then you know your saturday i mean your saturday is totally dedicated um to that game unless it's a really really early game um like a like an 11 o'clock kickoff or something and so so i ended up really getting uh attached to college football uh through that and it, it helped like i said that we the the I mean, at the time, well, I mean, I say at the time, you know, before I, before I started going to college while I was in college and then even, you know, now there's still a really good team. So that definitely helped get me into it. Right. Um, right. It wasn't a repeat of my, <clears throat> my high school, my high school years where we just played the songs and then stopped paying attention as soon as the song was over and, and just talked amongst ourselves. Um, but it's a big deal. And, and I mean, people will spend thousands of dollars on tickets. Uh, they'll spend thousands of dollars on, you know, um, season season tickets. They'll wait years just to get season tickets. People, I mean, dress their babies up as yeah. their favorite team, right? Um, they'll they'll block out entire week. You know, they won't go into work on Monday if their team loses right. the big game that they were supposed to win. Um, you're just uh, they dig, won't, digging a hole. You're they, digging a hole. <laughs> they won't go to church on Sunday, right? If if their team or or, season, or if they're because because what? Because they'll be going to the game, so they'll be traveling to Tuscaloosa. You're traveling, every week, yeah. And you're yeah, traveling, and yeah. And it's, it look it's hard to travel, man. It, it wears you out, and you just gotta you just gotta take a Sabbath day, man. You gotta rest. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, and and even even if your team even if your team does win, you know, you come you you see people come into church wearing their wearing their uh, team's paraphernalia, right? And right. Um, college football is a big deal. Um, well, uh, well, it's in the South, it's treated as a big deal, right? Um, <laughs> and so, objection, objection. 
my, my bias is showing. I, like I like I told you guys, this is a live rebuke. This is a live rebuke. You are seeing rebuke in action. The last uh, one of the last episodes we did was all about you know it involved biblical counseling a lot, and and I mentioned that you know there have been times where Tim has has been the you know the friend who is wounding me because he cares about me and and right now you are witnessing that in action um to so. the alabama fans i became an alabama <laughs> fan <laughs> so so tim why why don't i change the question a little bit why don't i say instead of our college football fans polytheistic idolaters i'll change it to am i a polytheistic <laughs> idolater <laughs> Def- definite maybe <laughs> a definite maybe <laughs> oh man um well no, do you want to answer that really <laughs> no no i don't think i'm a polytheistic idolater <laughs> uh, i don't know <laughs> we'll see how it goes <laughs> you're, you're like i'm not convinced <laughs> okay so in general you know, we live in the South. You, you've you've observed a lot of college football fans. Are they, you know, the equivalent of polytheistic idolaters? Oh, abso- absolutely. I mean, absolutely. As a generality, yes. I mean, obviously, you know, when I when we moved here, we moved to Alabama from South Florida, and so we we watched more pro football because you had all the pro teams down there in South Florida where we're coming from. But we came to Alabama. Um, and it was the weirdest thing in the world to come to a state to where the first thing that people would ask you when they realized you were like the new kid in school or whatever is, you know, who do you go for, Alabama or Auburn? And you just kind of look at them like, are you mentally handicapped? You know, <laughs> There are other teams, you know? <laughs> but those were the only two, you know, choices that you were allowed to you know, forgive my ableism there, but uh, <laughs> those are the only two choices you're allowed to to, to um, um, pick from. You know, it's just like, well, I'm neither. You know, and it's just like when you say neither, you were looking at people who just fundamentally didn't know how to process the words that were coming out of your mouth. You know, uh, at that point, as if it, you're just like some person from the Twilight Zone who alien, you know, from another planet who's come here. You know, but I, I you know remember growing up and in high school and just seeing people engaging in conversations that consisted of you know one individual saying you know roll tide and then the other person saying war eagle and then going back and forth and back and forth and that was the whole conversation and it would just go on and on and on (laughs) you know you know uh and and you know i've seen like people like who like literally and this is not uncommon you you see someone wearing like a Auburn jersey or something out in public and then you see the guy like slam on the brakes and roll the window down and start yelling at him you know for wearing the wrong shirt you know as he's <laughs> you know narrowly missing getting in a wreck and that kind of thing and these are normal things that happen in our state you know and I was um you know I I, I did work a I worked an appliance delivery job for a while uh, when I just got out of seminary and I came back to Alabama and you know, I went in to deliver appliance into this lady's house and this lady with like all like just totally serious. Like she's totally serious. She looked at me and she said, you, you know, she, like it was it was getting to be fall or whatever. And she asked me if I was excited about, you know, fall coming. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I prefer to be cold than hot, you know. So for me, it was about the weather change. But for her, it's about college football season starting. And she was just so excited about college football season starting. And she said, you know, college football is our second God here in 
Oh my she gosh. <laughs> and I just looked at her. I mean, I looked at her. I said, well, I don't know if it's your second, you know, <laughs> like, <'cause> God, <laughs> I don't know. that's good. That's good. I don't know if it's your second, you know, if you have a second God, like, I mean, that's the whole point of the question. Are they polytheistic idolaters? Like if you, if you have a second God, it's not your second, you know, like that's the point. Yeah. But, uh, certainly like you, we, you know, I've seen church members who miss entire, like they sh- you know, they're totally gone like during college football season because they're out, you know, going to the game with their season tickets and everything else. They disappear for a few months at a time. It's that and hunting, you know, yeah. are the two, two kind of things where people kind of disappear um, that might normally show up on a regular basis. But, you know, it's a problem. It's, it's certainly a problem um, uh, at the very least. So. So whether they're polytheistic or monotheistic, they are idolaters. <laughs> right. I mean, it could be that they're actually monotheistic idolaters, but then, you know, in the South, everyone believes in God, so you have to go the polytheistic route. But, right. you know, as a generality, yeah, I mean, you, 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 people are obsessed with it here, man. And yeah. So. so, okay. All right. So as a college football fan myself, as a, as a self-professed non-idolatrous college football fan, Am I allowed to like college football? <laughs> oh man! Or am I, I or am I going to be an <laughs> idolater inherently? I I think there's a lot of pressure, you know, in our yeah. society in this in the culture you live in right now to not, you know, have a, an appropriate balance for these kind of things at the very least. At yeah. the very least, yeah. So you're living in a society that is um, obsessed with certain. It's obsessed with like, you know college kids who are basically playing catch you know so I yeah could, no no it, it legitimate like i mean football is essentially a child's game right? right 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 and you have grown i mean grown men 18 19 all the way up into the you know the nfl 40 years old getting right. paid millions of dollars to play, to play this catch. game so, right and the reason they're getting paid millions of dollars is because people are paying millions of dollars to go see these games right Right. So, I mean, I, I think in, in a certain sense, it's not, it's not really, um, like we, we live in an attain, entertainment driven society across the board. Mm-hmm. So in some sense, like the college football question is not, um, like you can't divorce it from a discussion about entertainment in general. And we live in a society right now that is just obsessed with entertainment from start to finish. Uh, so, you know, the standard adult in our society watches like eight hours of entertainment a day, you know, on some kind of, whether it's their phone or TV or whatever else. And so, like, in a certain sense, it's like, um, you, there's no, um, you know, wh- whether you're talking about just, you know, binging Netflix, whether you're talking about um, college football, whether you're talking about video games, whether you're talking about um, other sports or, inter- um, you know, music, you know, we're, we're a society that across the board is obsessed with entertainment and, and we're we're not very productive as a society, and so it's a problem. You know, it, it's a problem anyway. Uh, anyway, you 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 look at it as far as that goes, and, I, and almost no one escapes this problem in general. Meaning, like the vast majority of people are addicted to entertainment of one form or another. Right. And it's just a matter. It's not a matter of whether or not they're addicted. It's what form are they addicted? So I mean, like the kind of like. Um, you know, woman who's scandalized by men being addicted to college football or something, she has her own addictions, you know, like they're just different. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's just like, you know, like it's across the board, it's a problem and like whatever form it takes, it doesn't necessarily matter 
it's just a problem across the board. Like that's, right. that's important. Yeah. So the man might be addicted to, you know, entertainment through college football and the woman might be addicted to entertainment through like just what binging on Netflix or, you know, watching Hallmark yeah. Christmas movies all yeah, year round or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <The> Hallmark, <laughs> who, why would anyone want to do that? <laughs> but people want to do that for some reason. No, I, I think where it becomes, um, you, you know, so where it becomes kind of a thing is that, you know, you, your stereotypical man in the South basically is devoting the entirety of his Saturday every week for college football, you know, and mm-hmm. then, you know, the predominantly what he's listening to during the week is sport, you know, talk radio, sports radio, you know, yeah. so it is kind of like a pervasive kind of obsession for him to where, like, you know, dad is going to be in his man cave watching his sports literally all Saturday. Like, he's not there, you know, he's not there right. for the family. And so, you know, th- then like the exasperated wife in that kind of scenario is just looking at that and saying, hey, I actually have to typically do things, you know, and then you're just down there. Don't interrupt me. You're, not only don't interrupt me, but you're like mad and you're yelling and, you know, angry and upset. And if your team doesn't lose and if your team doesn't win, then everything is wrong. And, you know, you're depressed and, you know, um, irritable to be around and, you know, actively angry and mad and everything else. So that, that, that I think, um, like those kind of things were things that I didn't really want to look, when I'm looking at football and things like that, I, I, early on in my Christian life, I didn't really want anything to do with that because I just I didn't want to be that guy who was basically just, you know, my Saturdays had nothing to do with anyone but me watching a bunch of kids play catch, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so I, I found that personally to be kind of a distasteful way of spending time, and I didn't I didn't want to go down that road. And so I haven't really. Yeah, part of part of you know my reaction to college football in general is I just see it's such a pervasive I- idol, uh, you know that I I haven't really pursued it. Um, but then you know I I played a lot of sports in high school, and there is part of me that just doesn't like watching other people play sports. I'm not like a good fan, mm-hmm. you know, because it feels like sitting on the bench to me. So yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> I'd rather do I'd rather do I'd rather play myself. You know, whatever the you know, what whatever the game is, I'd rather go out and play and. I, I have more fun in playing it than just watching it, you know, right. as far as that goes. And so, you know, so I, I think there's things like that, but I think largely what you're talking about is it really is like, what is the place of Christian entertainment? Um, yeah. Right. What, what is the uh, place of it? What, what, what um, place does entertainment have for the Christian? That's kind of the, the broader discussion that college football is only a aspect of it if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah. you want to argue that college football is just totally off limits, then you're going to have to, basically, to be consistent, you're going to have to reject all entertainment. Uh, and I don't know that the Bible it rejects all entertainment, uh, but then it does, um, um, it does relativize the, the importance of entertainment right. for, for the Christian to a great degree. Uh, it may be to such a degree that, you know, it it's uh, very hard just to be a, uh, rabid foaming at the mouth you know college football fan and be faithful right uh, that, that's probably going to be difficult you're going to be pushing at the gra- uh you, you know um pushing against the grain uh, to a great degree and it's going to be pretty hard you know with with all that so yeah if- one, one example one example of what you're talking about you know as an alabama fan um <laughs> this is this is silly and and i'm going to make it even sillier with this next sentence 
Um, I've never, you know, I've never actually told anybody this outside of outside of my wife. Um, now you're but, blasting it on the internet, and now, now I'm now I'm putting it out there for everyone to see. This might be the most scandalous thing I've ever said on the podcast. Um, you know, as an Alabama fan, I absolutely hate saying "roll tide." Like that yeah. phrase, that phrase just makes me cringe for good uh, reason. And and you know, like there there's been times where my wife and I have gone to a game because some. <laughs> You know, someone gave us some free tickets because they couldn't go or they didn't want to go. Whatever the situation was, they gave us some free tickets. So we're like, all right, I guess, I guess we'll just go. So you, you know, you drive down to Tuscaloosa, and then you you see all the you're you're you know seeing all these people dressed up and and um and their paraphernalia. You know, they've got their hats, their red yeah. their red shirts and and whatnot. Yeah. And everyone's just you walk past everyone and they're like, roll tide, roll tide. Roll Tide, you know, and you're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. And, you know, the funny thing is my wife and I, we decided, okay, we're not going to say, you know, we're not going to say Roll Tide. <laughs> I don't know why we decided this, but instead of saying Roll Tide, we're just going to say, yes, sir. <laughs> yes. So Roll Tide, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then, you know, you're in, you're in the middle of the game and, and everyone, when the when the team when the team runs out at the beginning of the game, everyone's like cheering and losing their mind and, and screaming "Roll Tide!" And then, you know, the other team runs out and and everyone starts booing, right? And, right, and right. so we're like, well, that feels a little disrespectful. We'll just say, you know, instead of saying "Yes, sir," we'll just say "No, sir." There. <laughs> so so the other team runs out. You just say "No, sir," "No, sir." <laughs> but uh. Oh. You know, I mean, I think that is, I, I, all that I, to say, I think that is an example of like, um, it's compelled there, speech, there, man. there's it's a lot of, speech. there's a lot of pressure, right. To, to make it something that it shouldn't be from, from pagans and society. Well, it, right? it is. I mean, I have stories like that too. I mean, it is compelled speech, you know, like <laughs> in the South, it's compelled speech. You know, Jordan Peterson would be rolling in his grave, you know, over this kind of thing. But uh, no, I mean, I, when I was in seminary, there would be people like that I would meet from, um, that, that, that were from Alabama. And when they saw me and they found out I was from Alabama, they got so excited, you know, and they would look at me and they say, roll tide. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, and they're like, it's like, you're supposed to say, you're supposed to say, you're, it supposed, back. To say, like, you're supposed to say it back. <laughs> it's like, Oh, okay. Okay. No, I'm not say it. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't bring my, but then like, d d like the fact is that that is like wildly offensive in this state. Oh you yeah. Know? And the oh, fact yeah. that that's wildly offensive to not say it back. is like, you guys are just as crazy as the radical left, you know, uh -huh. who are demanding that I, you know, yeah, say whatever, uh, pronouns, Use pr preferred pronouns. Yeah. That was, I was about to say that. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not even trying to be rude. It's just like, I'm not a fan. I don't know what to tell you. Like, uh, like, uh, that's weird to me. So sorry. I guess I'll just be rude. But, uh, that's probably the most scandalous thing I've ever said on the show. You did, man. That, no, that is, no, you know, Knowing where we live, there's probably going to be people coming after me after this. Hate mail, man. Hate <laughs> um, okay, so I guess um, for the you know for the college football fan, I don't know. Well, there are certainly a lot of people who would say, probably proudly so, they would say, I, "Yes, I am addicted to college football." Right. Right. I. Yep. You know. 
like the lady you mentioned, it's a second God. Right. Well, actually, it's probably not the second God. <laughs> um, so there's probably still plenty of other people who are um, college football fans but would never say that they're, you know, idolizing college football. Right. And that may be true or it may not be, right? Like, um, I think for a lot of people, it's just, it's, it is hard to admit that, you know, there's sin in your life, right? Even if you, even if deep down you know it, sometimes we like to convince ourselves that it's not sin. So how, you know, what, what should someone look for to, determine whether or not they've idolized college football yeah i mean if you if you if you have to watch every game if everything has to be put on hold and you have to watch every game if that um like so the bible says all things are lawful but not all things are helpful all things are lawful for me but i will not be mastered by anything so it's just become like a mastery kind of issue this is the thing that you have to do in order to be okay and if you don't get to do it then you're not going to be okay you can't go to the you know, the, um, you can't go to the baby shower or whatever. You can't go to the, you know, the, the birthday party thing, whatever. Cause it, there's a game there that's happening. You have to watch, you know, when you're watching it, everyone must leave you alone, give you space, you know, not talk to you, that kind of stuff. You're, you know, so all that is, um, like if you have to do it, there's like a mastery kind of issue there. Um, if, if you, you're going to let your entire mood, you know, be affected by the outcome of some silly sports game, then you may need to take a break and not watch it. You know, if that, so, you know, the Bible says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. If this is some sort of temptation to, you know, lose your temper, some temptation to be frustrated, irritable. And for many people, it's not just a temptation. It's a, like, it's, it's like a, it's a temptation that they think is perfectly understandable and allowable. Yeah, it's a free pass. Free pass, yeah, just to be a grouch and a grump, you know. Well, you know, if they lose, you know, I'm not going to be very nice to be around, you know, kind of thing. You know, so uh, there's that. I mean, I think um, you know, the Bible says whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is you know, noble, think on these things. If, you're, if your mind is constantly just fixated on sports, you know, if that's the thing that's running around in the background, you know, like, in your life to where it's just keeping track of everything that's happening, you know, what teams are playing, who, you know, all that stuff. And that's the thing that you get up and that's the thing that you're thinking about when you wake up and think you're thinking about as you go to bed. I mean, that can like really hinder a person's prayer life. It can really hinder a person's ability to read the Bible, to study the Bible, to learn about God. Uh, It can hinder their ability to like listen and pay attention to, you know, their spouse or their kids because in their mind they're constantly, you know, distracted by this entertainment, you know, thing that's running around the background uh, that they have to, you know, and if they don't get to scratch that itch, they're going to be frustrated and grumpy. You know, all those things are, I think, um, issues. I mean, there's also just an issue of, like, time investment, right? So the Bible says, like, we need to um, make the best use of our time uh, because the days are evil. Like, we, let us, like, think about how we walk, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the kind for the days are evil. Uh, so God's created us. It's a six day, like, six days He's created us to work or to rest one day, you know? So there's, like, a very real sense in which we should be 
working hard, you know, uh, engaging in productive things, spending the bulk of our time doing things that matter, you know, uh, for this life and for the next, uh, engaging it, not in just like trivial, you know, things that don't matter and filling the vast majority of our time with trivial, um, things that don't matter. Now, because we live in such a prosperous society right now, like most of us are spending a lot of our time, like being like engaged in, you know, frivolity and everything else. And so like, I think that most people need to learn to work harder and, and uh, do more and accomplish more and make better use of our time, you know? So that's not to say that there's no place for, you know, entertainment in general. It's just to say that that's, those are some things to be thinking about uh, as it relates to those things. But I, I do think there is some kind of place for entertainment and maybe, um, you know, maybe that's something to be said too, you know, as, as it relates to these things. But, um, you know, I, and I could just say this, I mean, when I, when I went to seminary, I, I basically had spent so much of my time, like I had to spend so much of my time in Bible college and seminary learning and reading that there, I went through a period where I totally rejected entertainment for a while. But I'll say that like, there's a limit to the amount of information that you can cram in your head. And, you know, like if you're just constantly working nonstop, you know, and most people aren't in that situation. That's just a very rare situation that people are finding themselves in to where you're just pushing yourself. You're a workaholic. You're constantly cramming in for and it. Like think you do have to have some kind of chance to relax. And so I think there is some kind of place for entertainment. Uh, Ecclesiastes 3, one says there's a for everything. There's a season. There's a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance. I think the time to laugh and a time to dance kind of thing, you know, that's just, those are kind of entertainment. There's a time for that, but it shouldn't be the life dominating pursuit that you have. Right. It shouldn't, uh, so, it shouldn't dominate your thoughts. It shouldn't dominate your feelings. It shouldn't dominate your time. It shouldn't get the priority, you know, over your family and, you know, work right. and church and uh, all of your various responsibilities. Yeah. There's a time to feast. And the Bible says, you know, um, it, like um, essentially don't be overly wise. Don't be overly righteous. Even don't, you know, there's a time for relaxing enjoy. God's given us all things richly to enjoy. There's, there's a time for these things, but the, you know, the vast majority of Americans are spending so much time doing these. And if you're going to adopt some kind of hobby that really it's hard to do in moderation, you might want to think about getting a different kind of hobby that, yeah, you can, how wise is that? How wise is it? You know, if every Saturday you have to do it and all that. So like if it, it'd be better just to, you know, it may be better just to not feed that obsession and addiction <laughs> right. uh, too. So maybe some kind of wisdom in that, but if you can keep it in moderation, keep it in proportion, you know, it's uh, something you can put, take up and put down, you know, it's something that every, the, your life doesn't revolve around, then it's no different than any other form of entertainment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I think, I think that's a good place to stop. I, I do think it is, it is good to say, you know, still keep the, um, you know, entertainment does have its place in life, right? We For don't most wanna, people, it should be less, you know? But, yeah, yeah, so so we the pendulum definitely needs to swing back, right? Right, right. But then you don't want to swing it so hard that you 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 take it in the other direction and say, you know, all, all entertainment is off limits if you want to be a faithful Christian. But certainly for most people, enter, I mean, entertainment in general is, is an idol, but then 
related to you know college football i mean it's a massive idol for for yeah. so many people um and there are very few people who have swung the other way so <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah most people um, need to cut it back you know significantly right and so so the lesson to be taken from this is whether it's college football whether it's netflix and you know hallmark christmas movies or you know uh, video games um uh i think even you know re reading as entertainment and and right. and here here's one listening to um well maybe maybe you won't agree with me on this one and, and that's fine if you don't but i think there is um like listening to theological things like sermons like spiritual things like sermons and you know podcasts and whatnot as entertainment right and and i found myself in times before where I'm, I'll click on some podcast that I want to listen to that that's about God. It's about some sort of theological concept and, you know, I'll get five minutes into an hour long thing and decide, well, I'm bored and then close it out. You know, and, yeah. and I think, I think that can be, um, I think it, I think it's still helpful to listen to those things and that's probably better than, you know, the football thing. But I think that is a little, that can be, I'd much rather people do that, right, you know, any right. day. But then there is a, like, there is a problem when, like, if if people um, have no place for, like, if, if if they're constantly being stimulated, whether it's good things or bad things or whatever else, like, uh, like let's say that you you know, you're constantly stim, you know, you you can't function without listening to the you know sermons or whatever else on your phone. That would be a great problem to have that most people aren't having. But then that you do. You know, to that like point oh oh one percent of the population, I would say you do have to have like there are good things that happen when you, you know, turn everything off and think with your brain, right? Right. right. And you pray, and you know, there's good things that can happen there too. But that yeah. I would say that is a problem that is so rare um, that. But I do know people who have it, but it's just very right. rare, rare, you know. Uh, which you know, I I wish you could replace the one with the other, but then yeah, <laughs> I I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I think that's a good place to um, end this episode on. Hopefully, that's this has been encouraging for you to hear, and maybe some of you are even thinking, "I don't even, I don't even like college football. Why are you talking about this?" Well, I think I think there is still there is still something to be said about entertainment in general, and and this conversation about about college football that we tried to mostly con contain to college football, it does spread. It does apply to um, all yeah, other no areas of entertainment. In yeah, that's no good to crit criticize college football, you know, psychopaths if you're doing the same thing with Netflix. So right, right. Wake up, you know. So so we have to realize that they're the same thing and then you know treat them both appropriately the way the Bible would expect the way God would expect us to. So so that's the challenge for you guys listening, whether it's college football, whether it's Netflix, Hallmark Christmas movies, video games, even even sermons, if we're listening to sermons as entertainment, uh, to try and keep us from having to, you know, have moments of peace and think for ourselves and pray for ourselves and whatnot, then then we do need to take that seriously. So hopefully this has been encouraging for you guys. We want to thank all you guys for listening week in and week out and supporting uh, the show. And we look forward to having you on the next one. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. 
please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move. <laughs>